Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. We are going to have a great show for you today. Alistair Waters is in the house, she says, just listening today. But then she writes, I hope she participates. Her voice is always needed. AVQ, checking in. E2247 says, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Woohoo! Absolutely so, folks. How is How are all my PDR posse members doing? Great to see you guys today. Great to see you guys. I trust that all is well. I trust that all is well. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, you know, uh, we want to make sure everybody's doing fine. Lee Grant is in the house. He says, hey, y'all. How you doing, brother Lee Grant, our resident conservative? Another person in the group that we all love. Welcome aboard, folks. Welcome aboard. Um, you know, I am a bit... First of all, I want to be a cheerleader, uh, not just for the sake of being a cheer. And I'm going to your stuff in a minute, uh, uh, Rudnan, the stuff that you uh, will research for us. But I, um, I want to be a cheerleader because I am seeing a few things that I think needs mitigating, right? And what I'm talking about is... I want to make sure that people are not getting disillusioned. You know, I went out to lunch today. Uh, actually, it's more like a, a late breakfast. I ha had a salad with a friend, uh, one of Houston's activists that's been doing, uh, you know, keeping people together for over a year, taking care of El Señor uh, John Cornyn. And it was great to see. I mean, he's still out there with a whole group of people every single Tuesday for the last several years. When I say several years, I'm talking about over five years. And these people are continuing with the program, even as it seems many a times, like he, like, like, like he says, that somehow things keep falling back too often. And it can be disillusioning to some. But let me tell you, uh, if you think people are disillusioned now, I want you guys to think how those people who went through the women's movement, who went through the civil rights movement, who went through the, uh, the, the gay movement, all these different movements, the, the labor movements, when it always seemed like they were falling back, falling back, one step forward sometimes, Two steps forward sometimes, one step back, then sometimes one step forward sometimes, two steps back. And you know what? If these people had not kept on keeping on, we would not have had the success that we have right now. My message, I guess, is let's not... Let's not, yeah, it's tough. I understand. It is tough right now. Things are very tough right now. But let's not fall into that mold where we think things stay this way. Let me just go ahead. And as I spoke, I wanted to give my friend some kudos on the screen that we went out to, to have some un poco de lonche ahí, right? So I just want to I kind of put him on the screen. We had some fun today. We discussed a lot of policies 
and things that we would want to go ahead and do going forward. So keep, keep positive, everybody. Uh, the idea is that the plutocracy, the oligarchy, the people that they indoctrinate, they want us to lose it. They want us to believe that we have no alternatives but to acquiesce to their evil, to acquiesce to their indentured servitude, to acquiesce to their antiseptic slavery. You know, I use those terms over and over again because I really mean them. Let's just stay and keep positive, make sure things happen. Okay, CBS News from Michael Rodden. Kids want to put Montana on trial for unhealthy climate policies following the Montana State Constitution. Their lawsuit asserts that Montana, by fostering fossil fuel as its primary energy source, is contributing to a deteriorating climate and violating the children's right to clean and healthful environment guaranteed in the state's constitution. By doing so, the lawsuit alleges Montana is interfering with the children's health, safety, and happiness. Stories like this give me hope for the future as the younger generation is making up for the mistakes and inaction of their elders. Of course, when that, even if they win, when that goes to the Supreme Court, remember the Supremes of the land, they have the ultimate say in the long run. Let's make sure, folks, this is one time we have to elect people who go through a litmus test. Are you going to fix the Supreme Court? Are you going to add the, the are you going to recover that which was stolen from the Supreme Court? If the answer is yes, you deserve our vote. If the answer is no, sorry. All right. Montana Constitution's Article 9, Section 1, Environment and Natural Resources Protecting uh, and Improvement. Clause 1, the state and each person shall maintain and improve a clean and healthy environment in Montana for present and future generations. Clause 2, the legislature shall provide for the administration and law enforcement of this duty. Clause 3, the legislature shall provide adequate remedies for the protection of environmental life support system uh, from the degradation and provide adequate remedies to pre prevent unreasonable depletion and degradation of natural resources. When was this constitution written, uh, Rudden? Let me know that because that sounds so far-reaching. Sounds so far-reaching. Okay. Politico. National right to life. Official. Ten-year-old should have had baby. Ha. Huh. The story has sparked a national conversation over the consequences of the Supreme Court decision. Roe versus Wade from state are willing to go to prohibit abortion. How far states will go to prohibit abortions? Jim Bob, an Indiana lawyer who authored the model legislation in advance of Supreme Court's decision overturning Roe versus Wade, told Politico she would have had the baby. And as many women who have had, two ba uh, had babies as a result of rape, we would hope that she would understand the reason and ultimate benefit of having the child. Let that man would have gotten pregnant if he could have. What is a man doing writing this legislation anyway? Why is a man writing this legislation? Come on, women. We should be, you should be all over this guy. This is not a fringe belief. It's roughly half the conservative base. This isn't a belief meant to push another agenda. It is what they actually want. And it's that which we should use in the midterm because that will get a lot of people elected, folks. Please. Uh, thank you, Rodney, for showing that one out. And uh, we need to highlight that. 
Market Watch, Trump lost and the 2020 election was stolen. Group of prominent conservatives conclude after exhaustive study. The former president has falsely claimed since election night and arguably long before that voter fraud mirrored his failed uh, re-election bid. This group of legendary conservative judges, election law experts, and political practitioners put their hands together for what they hope is a definitive debunking. Donald Trump and his supporters had their day in court and failed to produce substantive evidence to make their case. And you know what? It's a point now where the people who believe he won, they are simply willfully ignorant. Those people who believe Trump won and think there's some mythical thing that they, that they can see that nobody else sees, right? They're choosing to be misinformed. It's over, and, uh, you know, there's nothing that's going to change your mind. I saw them on United, the United Shades of America last night. There are these three women. They were given every indication why they shouldn't believe, even that reputable people from the conservative domain have stated the election was lost by Donald Trump and still they won't accept it and still they don't want to accept it nothing we can do there all we can do is overwhelming win by overwhelming votes and that is as I was speaking to brother Aquino we have to make sure that right now people if, if necessary they must hold their noses and vote. And vote to make sure that the people who would hold up McConnell to support a nationalized abortion, those who would hold the House cannot get it done. All right, Lee Grant is in the House. Uh, Alistair says, really want to engage, but feeling like crap. Did, did, you get the, did you get the good stuff, you know, that I had, meaning COVID? I'm sorry you're feeling crappy, uh, really crappy, Alistair. You know, we always like to see when you are vibrant and ready to go. Lee Grant says, someone in Texas was combating overconsumption of electricity by finding all the electric vehicles that are charging in a public space and unplugging them. He called them Volkuslers. <laughs> you know what, uh, Lee? I, I, I even... I'm, I believe in getting in, in, in using the cars, but guess the cars were designed that during these times they could throw their, or, you know, supposedly designed, they can throw their electricity right back onto the grid in these times. So while I get the joke, uh, that's not the case. Eric Hayes says, that is why EV is not the only option now, especially for those that can't afford it. You know what? Here's what Eric and these guys are saying, right? The, the Republican governor and his peons screwed up the Texas grid so that it cannot move along with, you know, where we need to be. And because of that, we must continue our pollution. We must continue doing all the things we know is bad for the environment, bad for your health, bad for people. Bridge MCP is in the house. Bridge, we got a picture yet, Bridge? If we have a picture, let me have it. So that we can put the picture up with your new stuff on, girl. All right. Michael Rodney says, someone pass this along to Eric. Electric cars cost 31% less to service over the first three years than gas cars. A new study says, the analysis echoes finding from other studies, including a June report 
from the U.S. Department of Energy. That study found that EV costs 6.1 cents per mile to maintain compared to 10.1 cents per mile for combustion vehicles. Mm. I didn't know that. I learned something from my very smart people every day. Question, why would Warren and other politicians slam and badmouth crisis pregnancy centers at all as they are valid services like high? No, they're not valid services. They try to coerce women, period. No questions asked. That's what they do. They're a, they're a fraud. All right, let's continue. Uh, that is between uh, Egberto. That case is a state issue. It probably wouldn't make it to the Supreme Court. Huh? I wish that were true, Brother Rudnan, but you know... These guys have a way of even taking the state stuff to the Supreme Court. Uh, Carcock says, we have to keep fighting for a great America. The common good, despite the fact that the powers that we want to burn, Amer uh, the, the powers that we want to turn America into a fascist country, U.S. Supreme Court included, is anti-democracy at work. Juliana versus the United States of America constitutional lawsuit and a 21st American youth, aged 14 to 25, who are taking on the world's most powerful government. That's from E2247. And Tom C. says, uh, let's see. The GOP is brandishing the law as a weapon of revenge and cruelty. If regressive uh, have their way, regressives have their way, rule of law will become the rule over law, which Christian nationalists are both rulers and lawyers. We have to start talking about the Talibanization of the evangelical movement because that is what they've become. The American Taliban, name of the book, written by a good friend of mine, Marcus Melitza, owner of dailycoast.com. All right, let's see. Eric Hayes, that's another one. Peggy Lopez is in the house. Welcome, Peggy. Welcome to E2247. Welcome, uh, Eric Hayes. And uh, who else is in the house? Tom C., I think I registered you already. Carl Cox. Peggy Lopez says, hi, all. Paul Fleming is in the house. He says, ATL checking in, as usual. Welcome aboard, ATL. Peggy Lopez says, Skittles unsafe for human consumption. How many children are having their genetic codes damaged by? Because Mars want to entice children through the color of the candidate. GOP again, killing children. Brother Davenport, greetings, progressives. Davenport is in the house. Davenport, it seems like we are working today with the rebroadcaster so that I can see the messages. Last time, I think you got upset because we didn't see your messages. Apologies, brother, but it wasn't our fault. Somehow that stuff wasn't working. But, hey, we try to do the best we can. Uh, let's see. Eric Michael says, Eric, I am a New Yorker. I don't drive anywhere. I need to go. There's public transit and car service. Very good public service, public transport in New York. All right, we also have Karen Hoover in the house. She says, good afternoon, Egberto. Good afternoon, Karen. Thank you so kindly for giving us your presence and listening. Please remember to share and give us a like. Make sure that our algorithm takes us up. So all of you that are on YouTube right now, let us have those thumbs up. If you are on Facebook, let us have those likes. It's important for us to keep moving these things forward. Thank you so kindly for being here. Bridge MCP says, hey, Peggy, Paul Fleming, and Davenport. And let's see what else we got here. Eric says, Egberto, I did not say that you should read the rest of it based on maintenance, not electric bill. All right. 
Bridge MCP, don't, didn't take pick, got so busy. Will do. Love it. Yes, girl. I want to show you sporting our 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 clothes, girlfriend. Come on now. We need to have you, girl. Carl Cox says, US Supreme Court conservatives also believe that everyone, including criminals and mentally ill, should have uh, guns to kill anyone they want to kill. Hmm. Bridge and Peggy in the house. Let's see who else we got. Egberto, if there's one thing that most Republicans believe, it's state rights until the states decide against their party. Exactly. You just name it and hit the nail on the head. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Egberto, you lose a couple of kids via high-risk pregnancy and come back with your blind comments on them not being something for all. Hmm. I don't... Look, Eric, I'm a very empathetic person. I don't have to be a woman to understand what our society has done to women. I don't have to be gay to understand what our society has done to gay people. You know what? In fact, I was one of the perpetrator of not being sufficiently empathetic with either women or gays in my early life. The same applies to people of whatever, uh, whatever goes negative. So I don't think I'm, I lack empathy at all. I think you missed the point completely. Uh, let's see what else we got. Robert Davenport says, Flight American Apartheid. If you're eligible, register and vote Democratic. I love that one. That's the, that's the, listen, there's a lot inside of that short sentence. Fight American Apartheid. If you are eligible, register and vote Democratic. Wow, powerful. Peter Malone, Bernie is a do-nothing politician. Uh, really, I think Bernie has some of the best ideas. Unfortunately, it takes work, it takes teaching, it takes enlightening to put that out, Brother Malone. So I would, I would urge you to tell me what particular policies of, that Bernie supports and been pushing. And by the way, several of them got passed. But tell me what of his policies you think is bad for the American people. And then, you know, we can then talk about that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Carl Cox says, Bernie is, is a do-something politician. All right. Uh, Daniel Ledo says, hi, everyone. Sorry I'm late. What, what crazy Marxist lies did I miss? I love you, Daniel. Every time you hit me, Daniel, I'm just going to tell you the truth, Daniel. I love all of my listeners, and I love you too. And there's nothing that you can tell me, brother, that's going to change all the good that I want to happen to you and to all of our beautiful wonderful listeners and this is that's not an act i want you guys to know when i say these things it's really not an act i am serious i am generally i'm i'm definitely serious the people that i leave my angst my hate my anger for are the people who have done what they have done to those who believe in policies that genuinely hurt them and others. So look, beat me up, call me names, whatever you want. I was talking to um to uh, brother Aquino today, Neela, that you, that I told you I went to have uh, a quick lunch with to discuss policy. Put him back on the screen, and that's what I said. I said, you know something, brother, 
the way that I think is best for us to move the message forward, for those of us who are, uh, who are honored, who are lucky, who are, have been given the advantage to have a platform. In my case, both my internet show and my on-air show, uh, the on-air KPFT show, which apparently is going to be now on air five days a week when we go back into the studio. So you guys get prepared. It's going to be five days a week at noon. I'm still working in how I'm going to transition from the new noon program to the three o'clock. I'll probably still do both. Um, but uh, it's we're going to have the live KPFT politics done right five days a week. And I'm going to see about how we keep it going and transition right into the three o'clock show. I'm not sure how it's going to be done. I'm not sure. I'm still working on it. But those of us that have gotten the platform to make a change, to help make a change, I think we have to be ready for the, for the Daniel Ledoz of the world not to go ahead and just slam them if they slam you, but to welcome them into the fold. So, well, so that's, that's where I'm at. I, that's where I genuinely am. Paul Fleming says, Steve Bannon final in court. Yep, yep. Yes, he is. Michael Rennie says, I barely use Facebook for anything anymore except watch, watching Igberto's show. You touch my heart, sir. In the occasional article or video, I stopped checking Facebook notification over a year ago. Tired of it all. Eric says, did not miss the point. You did very inhumane what you said, as there are millions that have high-risk pregnancies that need the care. Boy, did you miss the point. And you still are choosing to miss the point. Uh, Michael Renner says, Bernie is known on the Hill as the Amendment King. Bernie's passed more amendments than any other politician. Bernie policies, uh, that's from Rudnan. Uh, go on, take a look, see if you can, uh, you're against it. That's what I always tell people. Go ahead and look at his policies. Don't look at the caricature that the right wing does. Just take a look at it. Lee Grant says, this is a great country. Even a socialist like Bernie can be a millionaire. I don't have a problem with socialists being millionaires if they are working for it. I want everybody who works for their money. If you really work for look, let me give an example. I have four books out. I'm going on my five books. My books haven't sold but several few thousand of my books, okay? But let's say I get lucky. I'm working on my, my new book, okay? Let's say I get lucky, and my book sell 100,000 copies, enough to, no, I have to sell more than 100,000 copies to get a million out of it. Let's say I sell 50,000 copies so that I can get 50,000 times that. Well, I need a hell of a lot more than 50,000 copies. Let's say I make, I, 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 I did about 300,000 copies and I get a million dollars, all right? That is money that I wrote the book, I put the book together, etc. I made a million. First, let me tell you one thing. If I made a million off of selling my books, I can tell you one thing. I would start, I'll hire somebody part-time to start helping me do the politics done right so that I can have more coverage. I would donate, of course, a substantive part of that as well. You know? So, I mean, look, I, I've been, I have been blessed, right? Um, I work. Now I kind of use up all my retirement to do this, but I've been blessed. And if I get some blessings, I believe in sharing that blessing as well. I mean, that's just how it is. But I work for it. Now, Bezos did not work for his billions. Bernie worked. 
He wrote his book. He sold his book. He did those. Those, those are, he created the product. He marketed the product. He shipped the product. Bezos does not do that. That's the difference between capitalism and free enterprise. What Bernie did was free enterprise, which falls perfectly into democratic socialism or democratic free enterprise, whatever you want to call it. But capitalism does not. Capitalism falls more on the fascist end because why? I work off of your back. I am a parasite. Understand the differences and that is what they don't want to teach you. They really don't want you to understand the basic concept of me making money not off of the work that I do, not my intellect, but off of you making money off of you. I take a cut of everything that you do just because I can. That's the difference. That's the difference. All right, let's go to our first video. It's about it's Brother Bernie, of course, and how he really let Manchin have it. And I have a few words to say. So here we go with Brother. Martha Raddatz always seemed to appease those who have that sort of a conservative lean, the one that sort of affects people but nobody wants to talk about. Well, watch how Bernie Sanders interrupts her to set the record straight, not to use the fallacies that are out there about, oh, Joe Manchin just went ahead and stick, uh, you know, put brought it to a halt. This was orchestrated. And what I love that Bernie Sanders did, Senator Bernie Sanders, is he made it very clear, very early. This was no stunt. This has been going along all the while. And those on the progressive sides have been trying to point this out for some time. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Senator, I, I, I want to turn to, to Congress and the and the agenda there. Senator Joe Manchin, of course, abruptly pulled the plug this week on the Democrats. No, Martha, he didn't abruptly. Pass. Martha, oh, oh, Martha, okay, let, 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 okay. he abruptly on Friday He didn't did abruptly that. do anything. He was he sabotaged the president's agenda. No. Uh, look, if you check the record six months ago, I made it clear that you have people like Manchin, Cinema to a lesser degree, who are intentionally sabotaged sabotaging the president's agenda, what the American people want, what a majority of us in the Democratic caucus want. Nothing new about this. And the problem was that we continue to talk to Manchin like he was serious. He was not. This is a guy who is a major recipient of fossil fuel money, a guy who has received campaign contributions from 25 Republican billionaires. Do you think okay, this guy is serious? Senator, I want, I, okay, you say he wasn't serious, but Manchin says his main goal is to do what's good for West Virginia, and he's worried about inflation. Listen to what he told really, the West Virginia really? radio station. Listen to this, please. Inflation is absolutely killing many, many people. They can't buy gasoline. They have a hard time buying groceries. Everything they buy and consume for their daily lives is a hardship to them. Your reaction to that, Senator? Well, look, the same nonsense the mansion has been talking about for a year. West Virginia is a beautiful state. And I've had the pleasure of being there. Great people. It is one of the poorest states in this country. You ask the people of West Virginia whether they want to expand Medicare to cover dental, hearing, and eyeglasses. You ask the people of West Virginia whether we should demand that the wealthiest people and large corporations start paying their fair share of taxes. Ask the people of West Virginia whether 
or not all people should have health care as a human right like in every other country on earth. That's what they will say. In my humble opinion, you know, Manchin represents the very wealthiest people in this country, not working families in West Virginia or America. He has that absolutely right. Manchin cares about nobody but himself. Manchin cares about nobody but maximizing profits for himself as a pawn of the plutocracy, as a pawn to the oligarchy, as a pawn to the oil companies, as a pawn to all these guys. So anybody trying to give, uh, be serious about Manchin like he cares about inflation, if he cared about inflation and how it is affecting the citizens of specifically West Virginia, he would pass the policies inside a bill of what was Build Back Better. He would give them family care. He would give them health care. He would give them clean up the environment that's killing his own people as they destroy those mountains and throw the coal down the, the, the valleys and throw the arsenic down. All those things affect West Virginians more so than any other state. So he is screwing his own. I tell you what I would wish, what I hope. I hope that the Democrats go ahead and put a whole lot of barrage because people say, well, they keep electing the same guy because nobody is telling them the truth. Go out there and show them, not just talk to them, show them the pollution at the side of the hills, show them the pollutions in the creek, show them that they could get dental care if their, if their senator would support it. Show them that they could get better health care. They are the poorest people in this country. Show them what real Democrats, what real progressive Democrats will be there to provide for them, to allow them to have access to success, access to work, access to all the things that would make their lives better. Mansion is no Democrat. Mansion is no Republican. Mansion is mansion for mansion. Mansion is mansion for mansion. Hey, folks, uh, remember I told you guys I was writing this this particular uh, book about, um, you know, uh, you know, everybody always think that, you know, you, you're, you're smiling and you don't have the, 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 the problems that everybody else has. Well, here's the deal. Uh, I'm writing this book called Tribulations of an Afro-Caribbean Latino Man. Racism didn't stop my smile, hope, or journey. And I just put it, I, I just did my third, finished my third, uh, my third in, instance last night and posted it. So I figured I'll do it. I'm going to try to do at least one or two a, a week on it and telling the stories. Um, you know, as I was writing it, I started building a table of contents to figure out what kind of stories I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell a story about being in, in Taiwan and what happened to me in Taiwan and the, the, what the image that people had of uh, folks who looked like me in Taiwan and China, Xi'an China to be specific. Uh, also, what happened to me at all these conferences in Vegas? What happened at Netroots? These, these, these things that people just kind of look, look at and like, oh, really? Okay, you know, what, uh, whatever. You know, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of uh, put, those, put those, those sort of things out there. Uh, but it, it's going to be a good read, and I'd like folks like Daniel Ledo to read it. Because, you know, Daniel Ledo likes to talk about not seeing race and that kind of stuff. Anyway, I'm off the subject. I just brought that up because I finished a chapter and I wanted you guys to go take a look at it. Amazon have this stuff where you can give me points for the thing. They give you a, a X amount of keys or something like that. Do it. Click on it. And please give me some keys on that. That helps defer our costs as well. All right. 
Let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. Eric A says, one million won't go far enough. I know, Eric, you know what? One million won't go far enough. But if I, if I were, I mean, if I sold enough books to make a million, I'm not going to keep that million just for myself. It's not, it wouldn't be right, especially for what I preach, right? I won't just run a, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean take, go for a, a cheap, all-inclusive vacation to Cabo. I need a vacation right now. I'm in a bad need of a vacation, you know, after taking care of my baby for nine months with the stroke. And we're still taking care of her right now to make sure she recovers fully. We're doing our job. We're making sure she gets all the studying that she needs in, a, in, in an environment where it's conducive for her to study, all that good stuff. Um, so we're working on that. We're building. We're helping, working as a family, bringing our baby back into the fold, you know, after those two strokes, that is. So, yeah, I would love a vacation. So if I made a million dollars on my books, I would, of course, take a quick, a quick one sometime. All right, Robert Davenport, thank you, brother. He says, I have two of your books on the right path. Thank you, brother. I appreciate all, all You know, I, I really appreciate the support that I get doing this. You know, when, when, I, when I came to do this, you never know what's going to happen. Carl Cox has a message to Daniel Ado. He says, you and your family and friends will die because of conservative policies, plain and simple. That is true. I normally wouldn't have read that in that context uh, just because, you know, I like to talk about dying and all that kind of stuff in this context. But I think deep on the inside, Daniel Delo knows that. Most people know that. And, and when it, when, when it comes, I mean, even, even Ayn Rand, who was completely against any sort of social program, when she became a pauper's, she lived on Social Security and other government programs. That is Anne Rand, the objectivist, the woman who believed in the fittest shall survive. Under her policies, she should have just stayed home and rotted. But, you know, we don't believe in that. We love people. Breach says, YouTube, Robert Davenport, Rudnan. Okay, Eric says, Bezos is shipping your product, Egberto. Yes, Bezos is shipping my product. And even the new, new, new book that I'm writing is on his platform. Because it's a damn good platform. It's a very good platform. But it wasn't built by him. And yes, I am supporting that confounded billionaire to make a lot of money because he's getting a cut of everything that I sell on, on that thing more so than he deserves. But it's the choice right now. And the, what we are working on is to ensure that he has to pay a lot of that back to society. That's our goals. And Bernie product, if he did not ship it, would it get there? Again, it's, it's some other way, but it would. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Bridge wants me to put this onto the screen. Whatever Bridge says happens. Here it goes. I have never bought anything with money. Everything I have was bought with pieces of time I sold from my life to a job that will never have paid enough when my time is up. That is profound. I'm going to leave that up for a while. I want you guys to read that, close your eyes, and understand exactly what it is saying. And remember the terms, indentured servitude, antiseptic slavery, and also uh, the term that, uh, that Daniel doesn't like because Marxists like to use it, that says, uh, uh, what, what, what is the phrase that they use? Oh, the excess labor. Your excess labor being stolen 
by the capitalists. Okay, uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see, Eric. Uh, Bessa ships nothing, his workers do. <laughs> you know, I tell you, I got great people in the house. Uh, Midway Point, Egberto, do your ask. Oh, wow. Thank you so kindly for reminding me. You know what? I'm not going to play the video today. Kind of so, that's going to take a whole two minutes. I want to just go ahead and, and put the, the links in there and then so that we can stay with the show because I, I want to make sure and have, ask your question. So, folks, please, if you, if you kindly can, please support us in one of many ways. Go to PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Alternatively, go to Patreon. I need some more patrons because we've lost a few patrons. Please uh, support us at Patreon as well. So please go to politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. These are the different forms that whichever one you're comfortable with. And if you are on YouTube, just click that. There are several ways to support us on YouTube. You can shop on our cart at YouTube. You can also click the, uh, the, the join button to become a member on YouTube. Or you can also, whenever you see our videos on YouTube, just click a thanks, get two bucks. The other day, a guy gave quite a bit. I was surprised. Uh, if you like what we do, if you want to support what we do, please go ahead and do that. And likewise, on YouTube, if you're not on YouTube, you can still join us on YouTube by going to politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Alternatively, shop at our stores. We have our hats and all that good stuff now. We have the Politics and Right hat now and T-shirts. Politicsandright.com slash store. You get the cups as well, including the one that Bridge MCP designed. I'm going to Netroots on, uh, in the middle of February. I need to get some more, uh, uh, to support our, our GoFundMe. Please go to politicsandright.com slash Netroots. Support our GoFundMe to fund that trip. Of course, it's already on the credit cards. Just need to pay off the credit cards before those high interest rates kick in. So please support us at politicsandright.com slash netroots politicsandright.com slash netroots we simply could not do it without you okay let's get back to oh and, and uh, to get back to business all right bridge mcp bridge mcp there is her uh the link that she provided to us thank you very much bridge you always have some good stuff to show us all right who else is in the house uh let me go ahead back up she looks like she's not allowed for bernie to go off her script I know, but Bernie did it anyway, didn't he? Okay, continuing. Business Insider. Joe Manchin, who is holding up crucial climate change initiative, is Biden Constitution Bill, collects $500,000 a year from cold stocks. Sounds familiar. Paul Fleming says, here is the stats on guns, but you didn't give me the link, Paul. Uh, Bridge MCP says, Manchin is up in 2024. Who will run against him? We need to find a, a viable... We need to find... First of all, I think all those who want to challenge Manchin should be running around West Virginia. Yesterday, there was a good program put out by the United States, the United Shades of America with uh, uh, Kamal, Kamal, uh, P. Kamal, uh, what's his last name, whatever. Uh, but Kamal, I think is his name, Kamal. And West Virginia isn't what we think West Virginia is. We can win West Virginia. West Virginia used to be an entirely democratic state. We can win West Virginia again. So, uh, you know, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Carl Cox says, uh, run other Democrats against Manchin in his next re-election primary. Push hard to get him out of office. Run campaign ads. Show, uh, show a truck with special interest money. <laughs> that would be funny. 
That would be funny. Schumer worth 69 million. Pelosi worth over 100 million. Sanders worth 3 million. Schiff worth 60 million. Biden worth 40 million. Anyone see the pattern here? Yeah, I do. I do. I don't have a problem with Bernie's 3 million at all. I have a problem with uh, Nancy Pelosi in the way, not that she has 100 million, but that she wants Congress people to just be able to hit the stock market however they want to, even though they make policy. I got a problem with that. Davenport says, gasoline prices have driven inflation. First, they blame Russia, but that war continues and prices are coming down. Greed, not supply, drives over current inflation. Yeah, and I wrote an article about that. In fact, I was on Muslim TV talking about that. The Russian oil is still on the market. In fact, the price of a barrel of oil should not be going up. It should have been going down. And the reason it has, it has dropped like it has is, remember, I keep telling you guys, there was a gold glut of oil. Nobody believed me. It said there was a glut of oil. It dropped from 120 to, what, 96 now, and it's going to keep dropping. And let me tell you what happens. Russian oil is on the market. China and India are buying it up at a discount. So they're paying less than the market price of oil right now. The the market price, the cartel price is what we call a market price, right? Cartel holds back oil to increase and play with the price of oil. The market price is cheap. I mean, they're, India and China is filling up their gas tanks with that Russian oil. Russia is still selling the oil. Now, what should that mean for the market since Russia, since China and India are not really on the market? It should mean that everybody else has more oil to buy at a cheaper price. But the cartel, because all of this stuff is done, because there's no real, there's a mythical market, right? Perception is everything. It's not real. Our market system is a fraud. It's about perception. You go and look at the, price, the valuation of a company. It has nothing to do. A valuation of a company in a capitalist society has nothing to do with the actual worth of that corporation. In other words, if you add up the total value of that corporation, what they like to do is they like to talk about IBADA. IBADA. The IBADA of the company. Uh, price before taxes, income, and all this kind of stuff, right? It is a fraud. The stock prices of a corporation are generally frauds. Because then they like to say, well, we factor in future earnings and then we go ahead and amortize it down to the present value. All this crap they tell you to give the valuation of a stock, it's nothing more than a gambling casino that they get to play with and we, the workers, pay the price of the game that they play. I'm just this. I am just the person telling the truth. If anyone wants to, if anyone wants to test what I just say, go ahead and look at the statement of the company, the asset value of the company. Meaning, how if, if that company was to be liquidated today, how many, how much does it have in assets? And then divide that by the amount of stocks outstanding, and you'll see that the stocks are pennies, right? And then. You see the rest of the valuation comes from, oh, well, they're making X amount of dollars per year and we bring it down to the present value. It's a game, folks. It's a game. And because most Americans don't understand what the value of a stock is in this fraud of, an, of a market, they'll pay anything for it. All right. Uh, Manchin is a lost cause. Democrats need two more seats in Congress to get anything done. I agree. I think they need 
I want them to win a net four, and they 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 are they are poised to win net four because all the Democrats are leading right now, even in Georgia, by ten points. Even in Georgia, we're leading because Donald Trump decided to put up one of the dumbest persons I've ever seen run for a senator. I thought the guy who said a woman could put aspirin between her legs, I thought that was the dumbest person that ever ran for Senate. I think he was from Missouri, if I recall. But my God, Herschel Walker make a dumb person look fairly intelligent. My God. All right, let's see what else we got here. One of two. Eric Hayes, 10 electric vehicles with starting price below 60K. Thank you for pointing that out, sir. Tom C., he points out another set of electrical vehicles. I almost bought me a Volt long time ago when I went to a convention in Austin. And uh, anyway, Eric Hayes says, Social Security you earn by working over the years, right? Social Security, for some people, they earn a certain amount of points for the social security, but you will never be able to put into social security what you take out. The reality is social security is those who are, are paying in now are paying those now out. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Chris Hardy, welcome to Politics and Right. KF5, welcome to Politics and Right. Says, KF5 says, may not be that easy to unseat Manchin in West Virginia. He's well known. So is his entire family. Many of these people are right leaning to and support him. Not, of course. I know, but I, I, I tell you what. People are right leaning until they understand entirely what right lean, leaning mean. And what the Democrats have been poor at doing is sitting down in their, in their towers, not going and being among the people. That guy that I went to lunch with today. That's what I like about him and other progressives that we mess with. I, I interviewed Daniel, a few, another great progressive here in Houston, and I said, are we going into the places that we need to go in to talk to these people? And I'm not only talking democratic areas. I'm talking about areas that, you know, the Republicans are always there giving them hot dogs and all of that, but giving them nothing of value, of substance. Are we there saying, you elect us, this is what we're going to do for you? No, we're not. We don't. We don't touch the flesh as we should. We do not touch the flesh as we should. I want us to start doing that. I want to, I want to start dedicating a few days a month to be an example of touching the flesh. I want to specifically go work in the Latino communities where I can speak Spanish and, and encourage those people to vote, the ones that never vote. I've, I remember I did some canvassing in a Latino community and, uh, you know, while I was talking to the guy, he's like, you know, we don't vote at all because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, I, it, it was sad. And then a few of the Latino that I went to, the ones that were absolutely sure they were going to vote. Guess who they were? Latino Republicans working in the ship channel. It was about five or six of them that I did. And one of them, I was talking to his mother. And his mother was listening to me and said, yes, I'm going to go vote or whatever. And he heard me say Democrat. And that guy came out of that house and he wanted to punch me. This was a Latino guy who works for the, the ship channel. And I kept on asking him, why? why is, what is it that I'm saying that is wrong? I didn't want to leave. Please tell me, what is it that I'm saying that you don't agree with? And he was so irate. I kept my calm. He was so irate, he wouldn't listen. He just said, get off of my, my land. I went to the street and I said, sir, at any time, 
I gave your mother my card. Please, I would love to just have a civil conversation with you, sir. Chris Hardy says, the rich cause inflation. What are the rich other than the rich people running the Fed doing different than, a, than they were going three years ago? That would cause increased inflation. Read the article, please. I'm going to read it completely. I haven't completely read it, but these, the, 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 the policies, I understand exactly how they do cause inflation. So anyhow, uh, we'll talk about that at another time. Uh, Michael Renner says, open culture. When Ayn Rand collected Social Security and Medicare after years of opposing benefit program. Is that ironic or what? I always think, you know, again, a, a lot of conservatives, they are conservative until they need support. They are conservative until they need support. You know, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Continuing, who am I missing? Uh, let's see. Lee Grant says, then park your personal fossil fuel burning jet, Bernie. We don't have electric jets yet, but as brother uh, uh, John Cotter came on, he was flying his 777 in England, and he came on and he told us, hey, it's, it's upcoming. It's upcoming. All right, let's see. Kamal Bell. Thank you, Kamal Bell. That's the name, Kamal Bell. Go watch the United States of the United Shades of America. Very important program. Uh, let's see what else we have here. ABQ says, Dave's spending money on the needs of the people. Can't say there's better priority to spend on. Make a government for the people. E2247 says, Juliana versus United States of America. Oregon. Thank you, sir, for putting that out. E2247. Gina Beekman says, true. Thank you for being here, Gina. Uh, I think the first time that you're making your present known, they do stock buybacks to inflate the value. Exactly right. You get it, girlfriend. You get it. You get it. You get it. IVQ, I mean, Bridge MCP says, yep, yeah, get it when Medicare is deducted from it. ABQ says, Gina, yes, and stock buybacks were illegal until Reagan's first term. Uh, Robert Davenport says, all companies use the public land leases value of the oil in the ground to falsely boost their value. Oil, they, they are not motivated to pump or refine, just using public resources, nationalize oil. That is what has to happen. We have to nationalize oil. We have to nationalize the energy sector. You're absolutely right, sir. You're absolutely right. Bridge MCP says, I forgot to post Egberto. Egberto Willie's right-wing think tank family research council is now a church in the eyes of the IRS. Uh, the staunch uh, opponent of ab abortion, LBQD rights, joins a group. I didn't see this. Uh, let me see that. Let me, let me put that on. Please, folks. Bridge found a very important story. I'm putting it on the screen right now. Check that out, folks. Check that out. If I can get it on the screen, there we go on the screen. Right-wing think tank Family Research Council is now a church in eyes of the IRS. You see how those folks work? K5, they stop paying you, of course, if you have a spouse. Ha! May get some benefits of it, I think. All right, Peggy Lopez says, the corporations buying back their own stock is a part of what is boosting the stock system. At some point, the stocks will bottom out, and it's not sustainable. Exactly. It's a fraud on America. Because the people who don't know what's going on, they see these stock prices going up and up and up and up. And they start to buy it. And then it caves in. When it caves in, you know who lose? The average American citizen lose. Because by then, the market operatives are out of the market. 
Hey guys, we're coming close to the end of the program. Uh, give me a few more. I had another video to show, but I don't have the time to show it. Give me a few things that you want me to speak out on before we close down in two minutes. Let me hear what you want me to add to the program. So those of you that are listening, what else do I need? Breach says, what happens to your SS when you die? A, they get little bit. They switch to who makes more. Look, it's amazing, right? Uh, those, you know, a lot of people, they say, oh, work till 67 for your social security. I'm not going to wait till no 67 for the social security and then go die and not, not, you know, I mean, look, it is time. It is time for us to have real social security that isn't this stuff about having to earn points and all that kind of stuff. Real disability insurance so that we don't have to be earning points and all that stuff. We need a real safe social safety net for all Americans. Most Americans want to work. You know, I get up early in the mornings. This is now my job. My job is to enlighten. My job is to make videos. My job is to do all these things, right? I get up every morning and I come into this office, this studio. By the way, this, it's hot as hell. And they tell me they can't fix my air conditioning for eight to 10 days. I think I'm going to have to try to find a unit because the heat is killing me in here and I can't work in here with this heat. All right, let's see. Uh, Bridge MCP says, it's our money. Give to family. Stop taxing us on tax refunds. June Littler says, I hate it when we miss one on your planned clips. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Uh, but you know what? You can always shut me up and say, Egberto, you need to do this. LOL, June Littler, I know, but some are on his site. <laughs> Team Ashley update. Ashley is doing fine. Uh, she got uh, COVID. She's recovered. We've been talking about her having to get back into her exercise routine to recover that left side. She's also working on doing her test still. So we, are, we have a lot of work to do, but my baby is going to do it. Michael Rudnett says, heading out a little bit early. Thank you for being here. Eric K says, Egberto, get some solar panels to run AC. It's not the problem with electricity right now, brother. It's that the, the damn unit is out. So Bridge says, put on umbrella over HVAC. Saves 10 to 50. I didn't know that. I guess so, right? You, you don't, if the metal around it doesn't get hot or anything. You're right. I never thought about that. And it is in the sun at some times of the day. Good point, uh, Bridge MCP. All right, the show is over. Anything else anybody wants me to say real quickly? I, I think salute June Littler. Thank you for being here. And anybody that I missed out on, please put your name below. You got about 10 seconds, uh, a minute to do it. I'll hold up a minute. Put your name down below so I can say hi, everybody. So come on, message me, message me, message me. I want to call out everybody that I may have forgotten to call out because you know, I like to love on all my people. So give me a shout, folks. Give me a shout. Anyhow, one thing, one thing before I go. I sent out my Substack newsletter, and I'm in conversation with somebody who is in complete disagreement with it. I want him to, I asked him to let's do the show together because I wanted him to bring up what he was talking about because that is what the plutocracy is telling him. And I wanted you guys to all see in real time a civil conversation 
where we are able to point out the realities. We're still having the conversation. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics and Right. You guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.